0: Good morning, it is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. And I got another podcast for you from Milwaukee back in February when I was up there for Mama Tried and Flat Out Friday. Dude, it was awesome. It was great. This one's with Ginny Bass. And uh, I, uh, I, I keep getting her husband and teach confused. Ke- I think it's Kevin Bass. Or Eric Bass? Fuck! It's er- it's Kevin Bass. It's Eric Bass. Are they even Basses? Is it Boss? Is it B A A S? I don't even know. You think I should know more about these guests? I do. I really do. Anyways, Jenny, I had a great time talking to you. Uh, her and her husband are, you know, parts flippers, parts buyers bike racers i've gotten to race with both of these two fucking her husband was out racing a chopper at sons of speed this year in the big twin class it was sick i did a hair scramble with these two in sturgis and uh along with a bunch of other rad people but they i think they're the only other two on some vintage fucking harley davisons and it was sick anyways um enjoy this motherfucking podcast As you know, this show, like all shows, is brought to you by mcshoptees.com. your t-shirt of the month club. Man, and dude, this month's shirt is sick. Bob's House of Horsepower. Fucking rad. You guys should have those. I mean, they should be hitting mailboxes like now, dude. You should be getting them. They should already be up there. I haven't even looked at the MCShopTease page. Uh but they're super fucking rad. It's like it's it's one of my favorite shirts and it's white. I went down there the other day when they were printing them and got one that wasn't even done yet and I've already fucking covered it in oil and all sorts of other shit. But uh go to mcshoptees.com and sign up now so you can get next month's t-shirt. Next month I'm featuring another bass teach out of I think it's Minnesota. I was actually supposed to record a podcast with him this week. I know it's been forever since I've recorded a new podcast or since I've recorded a podcast period. I mean, this one was from February, but the morning or the, I guess, yeah, the morning I was going to morning of the day, I was going to talk to teach. I found out that my grandparents had a bad storm and didn't have any AC. And it was like the heat index in Texas that day was a hundred and fucking 25. So I canceled the podcast and loaded up chainsaws and gas and water and guns and ice and uh, went up to my grandparents and got them. You know, I could, I didn't have enough generation to generators to power their AC, but I at least got some fans going and got their fridge and freezer back in operation and got it cleaned out. Did a bunch of tree trimming and lawn work, cleaning up their yard. Anyways, you know, I was, you know, like I say, family first, fun second, safety third, but I will get a podcast recorded with teach before the end of the month. Cause I'm, I'm going to try and do that. I would like to do a podcast with somebody from the shop that I'm featuring, you know, ahead of the shop shirt. So you can get to know him a little bit better and teach does some amazing things. He has a, a shop class. At a high school where he teaches kids how to build choppers and everything that goes with building a chopper, you know, fabrication and electrical and engineering. It's a uh, man. I can't wait to share with y'all what he does and his willingness and, you know, his uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? His energy is uh, his willingness to share his information, too with anybody who is in an opportunity where they can teach kids, he is more than willing to help with like curriculum and just the stuff that he shares and teaches the kids. And, uh, you know, I just, I can tell, you know, the short time I've spent with him, like how passionate he is and how much he cares. And, you know, I can only imagine the impact he's having. I would love to meet some of these kids, you know, like and hear from them. So... Uh, And I'm sure that's going to happen one day. I'm sure I will meet one of his students out in the wild. And I really look forward to that day. Uh, So go to com. You're going to get a one-off limited print t-shirt. Uh, from ch- uh, Bass Acres Chopper Class. I don't know what it's going to say, dude. I haven't even got the artwork, but I know it's going to be fucking cool. And the only way to get it is to be a subscriber at com. And you may notice the website is kind of going through some changes right now. You can still use it and sign up, but we got some new branding and I'm working on you know, making that website a little bit more easy to manipulate. And when I say I'm working on it, that is not true. Uh, the, the, the badass Website designer Natalia is actually tackling that for me. And I got some new artwork from Daniel Sheridan. And, uh, man, I'm just uh, stoked. We're just, you know, we're changing things up. It's been a while since I've done that. The, the, The logo was originally done by my friend Ryan Everett years ago. And it's just time for a refresh. So we're doing that, man. We are doing that. And I say all that to tell you to sign up at MCShopTease.com. If you want to support this show, but you don't want any damn t-shirts, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There's a Patreon support tab. And you can sign up to support the show that way. You know, donate five bucks a month, man. It keeps this show on the road. And uh, I dude, it's just a rad thing. And I got a I got a gift card. I'm gonna I'm waiting until I record the podcast with Teach. Uh, to give away a $100 gift card for lowbrowcustoms.com, man, because that is where I go to keep my chopper on the road, man. I mean, they have everything uh, from tires to oil to, you know, custom fabricated parts, American made from shops all over the country. And they're just rad people that do rad things. And it's getting close to, you know, the middle of summer, which is when, Tyler and Kyle go to the salt flats and race motorcycles, which is so fucking rad. So know when you support lowbrow, you are supporting some real motorcycle enthusiasts. And I enjoy that. Um, along with a chance at winning a hundred dollar gift card, every $5 you donate from now to the end of the year is going to give you a chance to win an expedition. Thanks to motorcycle Sherpa. Now I've been Going, I've been to Nepal twice now with Motorcycle Sherpa, and dude, the expedition that they have set up that you get through their program is fucking amazing, and if you want to hear more about it, you can scroll back, look up Bear Endangered Dan on Google or Motorcycle Sherpa Endangered Dan, I think. That will pull up some of the past episodes that I've recorded in Nepal, about Nepal, and with other people who have been on those trips. It's really a fucking amazing experience. And some lucky Patreon uh, supporter is going to win an expedition at the end of the year, which is so fucking rad that I get to give that away. If you would like to go to Nepal with me, Danger Dan, this year in November the first two weeks in November, go to MotorcycleSherpa.com and sign up now. I believe there are a few spots left. Uh, It's the Ride to the Heavens trip, and it is going to be awesome. I've already done this trip twice, and this is like, I'm going to have more of a role as a facilitator of fun on this one. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what responsibilities bear passes on to me, but I am up for the challenge and I would love for you to be there for it. So check out motorcycle Sherpa.com. Uh, yeah, man, what a fucking dude. So the month of June was going to be like my month at home, uh, you know, to tackling the challenges that every single person faces, you know, having a homestead. Not that I have like a, a full on homestead, like off the grid fucking you know, Alaskan, you know, anyways, dude, you know, everything from cutting grass to fixing doors. And I have been just running around, dude, getting shit done, not getting near as much done as I had anticipated and being so much more busy than I anticipated. And it's been awesome. It really has been awesome. I know that I haven't recorded any podcasts this month. I plan on getting in touch with some people around here, but I've just been busy as a motherfucker and it's been awesome. I've gotten to spend some time with the kids too. I took the kids on a sweet overnight canoe trip on the Brazos river and it was awesome. That is definitely not my last one. The kids were stoked. I was stoked. It was hot as fucking balls, but we caught a bunch of fish. Actually, I caught a bunch of fish. Those two kids, they caught one fish apiece. Uh, But their fishes were way bigger than mine, which was awesome to see. And camping from the canoe was, it was awesome. I mean, it was like a real adventure with my kids. And anyways, you know, it's cool to share time. Speaking of my kids, so uh, I don't know if you listened to the Meat Eater podcast with Stephen Rinella and, you know, the Latvian Eagle or, you know, Chester the Molester, Brody, you know, they do they do a really cool trivia show on that podcast as well. Uh, but Steve Rinella just put out a book, like a kid's book. It's like, what's it called? Catch Crayfish and Stare at the Stars or something like that. Anyways, he's on a book tour and you buy the book and you get to meet Steve Rinella. So my kid's birthday is this weekend and I got him and his brother a book and signed up for the the meet and greet, and I didn't tell them about it. I'm just like, hey, we're going to go to this store fucking an hour and a half away from the house to buy some fishing hooks. And they fell for it, dude. And we went in there, and I'm like, oh, look at this sign. It says you can meet Stephen Ranella here today. It was great. But then the line was like two and a half. I think we were in line for two and a half, three hours. But when I saw how long the line was and we walked all the way down the line, I'm like, kids, you know. We can leave right now. And they were so fucking stoked. It was awesome. We waited in line, made a kid named Hayden, who's a listener of the show. And uh, it was cool. It You know, I, it was crazy how starstruck I was meeting Steve Renell. I'm like, fuck, dude. We shook his hand. We fucking took a picture. And, you know, we had talked about what we were going to ask and what, you know, how are we going to take advantage of this situation? I had some ideas. The kids had some really hilarious ideas. And then we were just like all smiles and laughs and didn't say that anything at all that we had talked about. But it was great. Stephen Rennell is a savage for talking to every single person as well as he did. And I'm sure that he was like, you know, we rushed through it more than he did. I mean, I think after being in that line for so long, it was just like, Hey man, I mean, I told him he was a savage and, you know, I couldn't believe he was just hanging out, talking to everybody like that. But he was willing for, you know, he was, it was cool. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, I've never done anything like that before that I can, I guess maybe when I was younger, some, yeah, I don't know, not, not like that. not not quite like that. But it was interesting. The kids enjoyed that as well. Go check out the book. I'm already looking forward to reading that book with my kids. That's one thing we've been doing a lot of too in the evening is, uh, is a lot of books. You know, we started with, uh, oh, what's it called? The Lost Cowboy. You know, I had him on the show. And, you know, before The Lost Cowboy, most of the books that we read with the kids were like, you know, Dr. Seuss. Well, now the kids are reading us Dr. Seuss. And and now I've gone on to, um, you know, other books that are more for, you know, not just me, but them, but like geared towards more... A, adults, you know, like the Lost Cowboy kind of goes over that, but we also did Undaunted Courage. Uh, The kids have been listening to Empire the Summer Moon with me, and we just started a new one called Goodbye to a River by John Graves, which is really good, and it's about, you know, this stretch of the Brazos that we spend a lot of time at and that we canoed down, and really cool, really cool being able to, like, hear these things, you know, because when I say we read them, we listen to them. Well, The Lost Cowboy, I've read, I've, we're almost done with The Lost Cowboy. We've actually been like, you know, slowing down here at the end to make it last longer. But I've read that entire book out loud to them so far. Uh, but mo- mainly we listen to the books, audiobooks, just like you would this podcast. And gosh, it's really cool. And I got another book about Uh, What is it? The Cherokee Indians in the beginning of the FBI that somebody turned me on to that was uh, I was looking at like adventure trails around Oklahoma and Arkansas. And one of the uh, contributors to these, you know, trail ideas or places to ride, you know, brought up that if you read that book or, you know, there's lots of books that you can read about the area that you're going to be traveling in that gives you more reference and, uh, you know, gives you more appreciation for the area. There's one thing that Jace from the Fast Life Garage talked about when I was on his show it was uh, one of the reasons he read Empire of the Summer Moon was because Joe Rogan talked about it. But also he gained a lot of appreciation for the planes and riding through Kansas and Oklahoma Knowing that those fucking savages were on horseback just raiding and pillaging the, the people that were trying to cross those areas. So, anyways, now I'm just ranting and raving. But I say all that to uh, to just say hello and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm going to go back out to the Brazos this weekend with my kids Uh, we got some of their jujitsu friends coming out, and we are going to I'm gonna fry a bunch of catfish that we've been catching. Hopefully, catch some more catfish. I was uh I've been trying to buy a dirt bike for my son for his birthday to upgrade him. But god, the people on Facebook Marketplace are ridiculous. I had a good run. There was like, you know, I don't buy a ton of shit on there, but I think over the past couple years. I've had really good, easy, uh, manageable transactions that have gone just really well. Now, here recently, I have not had as much luck trying to buy. I've been trying to buy a small trailer to outfit with uh, my father-in-law's welder and uh, torches and a toolbox. You know, just have like a, you know, a fabrication trailer. And uh, getting a trailer has been just a beating. It's like, I mean, it just, I mean, not that it's like, yeah, people just don't respond or when they do, they don't follow through or they don't do what they say they're going to do. And same thing with this dirt bike deal. Uh, so I was looking for just an XR 100, but you know, maybe that's not what we're going to get. Cause I do know a friend who's got a, a KX 65, I think, or maybe it's an 85, Anyways, I think that's I think that's what we're going to do. Um, Dusty, if you're listening to this, give me a call. Because, uh, you know, at this point, I would rather just give you money anyway. So that's where we're at over here. Um, man, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I look forward to sharing more podcasts with you in the future. This is the second to last installment of the Mama Tribe Flat Out Friday podcast series that I recorded with them. You can watch all of these on their YouTube channel if the uh, you know if you want to. And they've got a bunch more podcasts on their YouTube channel that you can watch as well. I look forward to seeing those guys when I go back to Milwaukee next month for the 120th anniversary. I do have a podcast lined up for there that I'm excited about. It'll be a quick in and out. Um, But I'm picking up the Flame Pan America while I'm there and riding it back home, which I am stoked about. And going to get to see some rad music and Nitro Circus and some good friends and good people and eat some good food. So I hope to see you there. But let's listen to this podcast with Jenny Bass right now. is danger dan and you are watching the mama tried flat out friday podcast brought to you by harley davidson thank you
1: thank you for having me i mean what do
0: you think of the dungeon here
1: this is crazy i feel well, like right? i'm inside the i dream about genie
0: that's bottle. exactly that you are,
1: <laughs> you are. Woo! awesome
0: uh, this is a lot easier than being on a stage in front of all those people up there right
1: yeah and i get nervous
0: I mean, really? I do, too. That's why I didn't want to
1: do it. I'm like, fuck. Ah. Um, I get nervous
0: when there's cameras out, you know? I am like, what am I even well, saying? We just don't look at it. Just look over here. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Warren, uh, well, first off, we got to do a killer race this summer, right? Or like, I guess it was last summer, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the hair scrambles? Yeah, oh, That was yes. so good. That was insane. That Have was you ever insane. done a hair
0: scramble on, on your bike before?
1: I don't know that... in in my lifetime no one has ever done it but we've talked to like retired racers and their wives and their families and they all will like knock off you know a check mark on hair scrambles and this and that and the tt and and you know everybody talks about it like it's just a thing that happens we've never seen it we've never actually like someone our age i think it's a generation back and they just stopped doing them so when we heard it was happening eric was like I'm gonna do this. Like, okay, babe, I'll watch. That'll be so cool. And then it kind of got poked around at me. Like, hey, you know, why don't you just try it and see what happens? I'm like, well, why not? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and Andy Clark was all like, "Yeah, Jen, you just just get out there." And he goes, "If if you get into a spot where you think you're gonna have trouble, just just go around it. You'll be fine, right?" That's good advice. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds awesome. It was awesome. It was (laughs) awesome. I I have gotten myself into some shit, and that was just, that was part of it. Did you do the hill
0: climb they had out there?
1: No, no. That, again, was like, Oh my gosh! I'm gonna go around that, and I'm gonna go around the car jumping, and I'm gonna go around a a bunch (laughs) of stuff, the car jumping, and then yeah, I got out of hand. That was fun. It was. was, It was so much. I hope they do
0: something like that again. I mean, hell, I didn't even know some of that shit was. Well, I didn't know a lot of that shit was out there.
1: No, what was? Were we just going like up the side of Bear Butt? Mountain is that kind of we
0: didn't get over there, but like the remember we had that like all those cars and shit that we were riding around
1: there. Well, yeah, the junkyard. How are we not gonna
0: get a flat tire? There's got to be random pieces of metal just fucking laying out
1: here. Right, right. There was a point where, like, my bike hung up on this lip and I'm coming down it and my brakes are locking and jerking and doing all this stuff. Like, by the time I got home, like, I had to replace all the brake pads in my bike. Like what broke. were you on? What were you on? Oh, I was on my 1946 knucklehead.
0: Your 46 knucklehead? Yeah. All mechanical linkage or brakes and
1: 12 volts and Linkert carburetor, and which you get out in the desert and you got to do a couple of clicks because mm-hmm. not everything wants to start and do what it's supposed to do and then whatever everything's really dry out there i think it changes the way a linkert behaves yeah
0: well i remember going down the hill i guess did you go down the hill because i remember going up the hill was one thing but going down the hill my brakes were not working good enough
1: for real maybe i
0: didn't have brakes that's that's what it was
1: i know that's (laughs) eric and i got home we're talking like so what was your bike doing at this spot and you know, and we start opening things up, and neither one of us had brakes. Like, well, I guess we're learning how to do brakes today. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was awesome. so crazy. That's it was a awesome. lot of fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: So you and Eric have been—I just heard you say—30 years traveling around, hitting motorcycle shows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. If there was a show. We hit it. You know, and we're doing this. You know, buying parts and like how much of the stuff can we keep and how much do we have to sell? To and what do we pay have to sell? It to it keep
0: and, these parts over here?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there was like a corner in a pile full of like the Sunday dreams right Mm -hmm. so like the pile just kept getting bigger and bigger and and like we don't do motor work so we're gonna have to pay somebody to do motor work so like how much of this are we willing to give up and you know what do we want to end up with so like here we are you know (laughs) COVID hit so there was no more shows and we had a motor guy with a minute and we're like let's go let's do this yeah so yeah
0: that's freaking awesome what motor guy
1: we try to spread it around a little bit we try to find out who's doing what the best and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: i found a guy he's fucking crazy but motor guys yeah yeah, they
1: pride themselves on that do they (laughs) they do
0: i think they seem like they always try to hide it a little bit like they're not as crazy as they really
1: are that's what i'm saying (laughs) 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 same story different words
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But he's good. I fucking like him. And I keep fucking up so bad. So last year, no, two years ago, he built my my 59. Okay. I go pick it up. It's fresh. Right. beautiful. I stick it in my chopper and fire it up. No oil in it. I didn't know this. I, like, rode it around for, like, 30 minutes. And finally, I went to, like, look to see what the motor oil looked like. And I'm like... Oh my God, there's nothing. I could see the bottom the of the freaking oil bag. I didn't put any in there.
1: But he didn't warn you to like put a few miles on it, pull it out, put new oil in. and Yes,
0: like, you know this. I mean, this is not the first. I've done this many times. This wasn't the first. I just didn't put motor oil in. Like I picked up the motor. I put it in my chopper
1: and just <laughs> didn't put any motor oil in it. Okay. <laughs> and
0: uh, I didn't even want to tell him that. But I, anyways, I did. I told him. He's like, well, fucking put some oil in it. See what it does. And I'm like. Okay. Oh, okay. I just, I just put oil in it and it started it up and I wrote it to Daytona. And I rode it for two years like that. I was standing. Same motor in sturgis. Dang. So I just had him do the motor and the transmission. Okay. And I put it all together the other day. I'm like, I am not gonna forget to put oil in this motor, okay? <laughs> not gonna do that again. Right. So I do this. I put oil in the motor. And oh. I take off.
1: So I'm now riding. this is where everything goes south, right? I
0: fucking didn't <laughs> put it in the transmission this time. So I'm like riding around for two days until the thing like locks up and I can't get it into neutral. It's like, it's like I'm a kickstand and it was like it was shifting weird. And then it like bounced into gear and oh. tried to take off. And I'm like, what is going? Oh, <laughs> no, I did not do this. Oh. But I did. I fucking so I put it in the shop, and it was like all not working right. Once again, I don't want to call it. I haven't even called and told him that. That's
1: some walk of shame shit, right there. It
0: is. But I just put oil in it, pushed it off to the side, and went back up the next morning, and it shifted a little easier. And I loaded it in the trailer, and I raced it last night, and it was fine.
1: Oh my god!
0: Isn't that insane? <laughs>
1: What was insane was how like what a close relationship you seemed to like to have with those hay bales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Ain't never seen good. a hay
1: bale that he didn't want to like go and fuck oh, up. My so gosh.
0: <laughs> you're funny. You Thank are you. very funny. Why weren't y'all out there racing last uh, night?
1: Oh, uh, we had our own round of fun. I think the year before, the the December before. Okay. I. I was pitting for Eric and he got out there and he did some stuff and on one of the rounds um somebody went down in front of him. So he went around and his back tire broke loose and, and it like flipped up and like unhooked his foot peg, like did loosened up the foot peg which okay. holds on the primary cover on oh, the yeah. WRs. Okay. So he comes back around. They do a restart, and they start hamming the back. So he goes to get into it, right? So turn two, coming back around. He went to put his foot down to drag the side of the bike back down, and the whole thing's cut loose. Like, and he topside it, and the bike got in the hay bales and starts shooting. Start rolling no well no it was upside down with the wheels in the hay bales okay just grinding and shooting hay up into the thing but <laughs> when your motor runs upside down for an extended period of time you know because the throttle's going and going and it's winding out. oh my um, gosh yeah, that's that a show got expensive. Right there. it was but it got expensive for us <laughs> but yeah so we sorted all that out and then we went to do sense of speed after that and And one of our motors, we didn't tighten down the bolts in it and the motor mounts broke and like the frame. We had some troubles. (laughs) We had some troubles. (laughs)
0: Oh, are you guys going to go back and race Sons of Speed this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully we're better prepared this go round. Was last
0: year your first year?
1: Last year was my first year. He had done it the year before and I pitted for him Mm -hmm. and, um, and, gosh, and he had a good time. He was just, like, going and going and going. So the second year, they put him in the hot flathead, the hot 45 okay. class. Yeah. And that was when we had realized that the stuff that we had done or he had done to that motor earlier in the year and then the backup bikes, like, he wasn't able to race at all, which was a real heartbreaking they, thing. They
0: didn't accept the modifications or what? No, they
1: we we had some broken stuff. Oh. It was broken. And when <laughs> yeah. things are broken... you
0: <laughs> Internal In- things are hard to fix at the Right, track. well,
1: when you're not running the damn show, you got to, like, you know, like, maybe I'm up against something that's a little bit bigger than me, and I just got to cut it loose otherwise, you know. So it was kind of along the lines of not having oil and stuff, but it was a little bit... <laughs> You know, it's kind of sideways from there, Uh (laughs) but I raced and it was the first time I had raced and that got to be just a lot of fun, a lot of fun.
0: And just, it's so much
1: fun. Yeah. And like, you're getting sucked up the wall. You're on a brakeless bike, right? Yeah, I,
0: cool. isn't everybody? Yeah, I mean, I was too. I just it just still just blows my mind that, that right? we do this. Yes, you know? like yes. We, oh yeah, I was you're on a break
1: all these other people, and you're That's swinging right. around corners, and then I'm thinking, am I strong enough to What have you to done push? to prepare
0: yourself for this?
1: <sighs> well, <laughs> not a whole lot. I've been hunting parts <laughs> for like thirty years, man. Like yeah. this is body built by like totes of scrap I mean, iron. Like this just, is how it is. It's a
0: wild experience and trust and like
1: well and i've known a lot of these people for like 30 years and not necessarily like face to face but i've watched them and you see how people move through a room and you know who's gonna be aggressive and who's not and who mm-hmm. is kind of safe to stand next to you or whatever so i for the most part yeah i, I trust the people in that
0: room because you've been able to make the decision you, you can make a decision based on what they might do or yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know it's if a that's tough really one. the. It I is. Mean, it's like
0: trying to pass somebody, you know, like it's like, I just want to go to the outside, you know? Yeah. You know, when you go to the inside, you can't slow down. Someone's going
1: to cut my line. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you got to make decisions and you got to like either tough it out or was punk nervous, out. I, was, I don't know.
0: Fuck last year before I got you know, before I, even when I did it, you know, like it was one thing, the practice laps are one thing. You're kind of just out there, you know,
1: yeah, getting
0: excited, going fast. And then when the race starts and now you're going into that same turn with like three other people immediately around In you. it,
1: yeah. And well, and I like that they do the rolling start thing, which is nice. I've seen um off the line, everybody wants to like hit it and go crazy. So I've seen that like, drops everybody in and you know you're still coming off the speed from you know your whole shot mm-hmm. and and i've seen that get a little sketchy and kind of crazy but this rolling start thing that they do i like that a lot it you takes like a minute lot. for everybody to get up in one spot mm-hmm. but yeah once you start going then it's you're doing the dance and the you know it's really cool it is really <laughs> Cool. <laughs> so it was last year your first year yeah cause i didn't see you the year before no, no
0: last year was my first year
1: okay so were you like scraping foot pegs on the ground and like doing so. the thing no, I oh. I was scraping
0: foot oh. but okay. i was it's every time i went out there we did something you know the, i was really just working on the gearing and then it got to a point where like all right i think you know now it's just like commitment at this point you know yeah like I, the bike can do it. The bike is, is capable of doing a lot. Like, I have, I'm not even running it to its full potential. You
1: know? Oh, okay. But it
0: just, you know, you know, and there's like, like, drag, reason, like, literally, like, not dragging the wind or, you know, like, you gotta, like, Yeah. there's just a lot going on. You know? There
1: is. There and, like, is. I
0: think one of the other things was, is I kept, like, letting go of the throttle too much where the engine brake was, there's was just too much. Instead of, like, just slowly backing off the throttle, I would just,
1: just let go
0: of it you
1: know yeah well oh so you must have a a, like an atlas or a quick snap throttle i don't have that i'm push pull and yeah (sighs) okay all right i think that's
0: probably better for that push pull application
1: or at least not
0: having it spring loaded to where it'll you know jump off yeah
1: yeah i don't know we've we've talked amongst ourselves and tried to figure it out and and there are fellas in there who's been doing it for what 10 years or more i don't the, they've been doing it that long they have been wow. they have been and you talk and like those those guys are like hitting it you know so it's kind of like holy crap i got a minute i gotta catch up <laughs> i like first year events because then you're the one that everybody's catching up <laughs> to afterwards
0: yeah well, it's it's a that's an amazing thing. Did you do the uh, the Tennessee race?
1: No, the no jam, Tennessee jam. Did not. No. Did not. Yeah, we couldn't make that happen this year. We just couldn't make it. You know, like we're kind of to the end of like all of our motor work, and now there's an extra motor that we're doing, and like all, so it's kind of caused some. So we're having to make choices. Yeah, tough absolutely. choices. Well, we're that, kinda I mean, having to run the budget you can't and do all everything. Like, no, you can't there's
0: something money. every freaking weekend. So do you guys hit like the swap the big swap meets like Oli or Davenport or do Oli's you guys a
1: hall and it's always in the middle of our son's birthday, like end yeah. of April, that one so um and and it, the question is like am i buying enough stuff out there to make the trip like worth doing mm-hmm. and then it's yeah, transporting yeah. everything back and like how many days in the car with gas and and that time of year tends to be right in the middle of all this other stuff we just that's one we've only we've always backed down on yeah. but um yeah we've done davenport forever uh we've done bike week we'll do like the the one at the flea market it. Yeah. The swap meet over there, and then we do Volusia and DeLand and all of those. Um, uh, Cedar Rapids, the one in um, Rock Island. We've done Denver, it's Minneapolis, St. Paul back when they used to have one in Milwaukee in one of the basketball stadiums. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Madison used to have one many years ago, Madison, Wisconsin, Uh Chicago used to have one right in the, uh, the big conference center right on the Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. I am drawing a blank on names, but back when R and B promotions used to own it, but yeah, we've been doing them like forever.
0: And it's just motorcycle parts?
1: Just motorcycle, motorcycle yeah. parts, yeah.
0: Harleys, specifically?
1: Always Harleys.
0: Always Harleys. Yeah.
1: yeah, my husband grew up in a custom shop. His okay. dad had a drag specialties account, and he would work on people's stuff. So, you know, Eric learned at a really young age, you don't piss off your motor guy. <laughs> no, you definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't so. run his
0: motor without oil.
1: <laughs> I got nothing I got nothing, man. I'm not allowed to do those things.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. You don't piss off the motor guy. Eric's a smart guy. Yeah. That's good information. Yeah, don't piss off your
1: motor guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a good guy too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I had fun with you guys uh this summer at Sturgis and That's awesome. Like did he wasn't racing at sun to speed, like you said. Or did I run into you guys someplace else besides that? Oh, is it the the track?
1: Um, Maybe Wasia? In Sturgis. Oh, yeah. in Sturgis. Oh, oh yeah, the Jackpine Pine, Jack Pine track. track. Yes. Yeah. He had that was fun. fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I didn't think that bike was going to be able to do that, but he had it up and over the jumps and stuff. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to go TT in this. Like, Baby, really?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, Detroit. He was trying to tell me at the line that we were doing the TT track, yeah. and I just didn't. I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I didn't. And then I just missed the turn completely. I have to well, come back around. You're
1: kind of handicapped with the big, tall. I mean,
0: kind of. Right? You know, I I didn't think I was handicapped at all until I started riding that Flathead on the dirt, and now I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this thing works so fucking
1: well." What the wr? I'm nimble. Is nimble. 100%. It was it's like night and day. I used to do dirt track racing with my 46 and I would have big wide 16s, you know, and I'm low to the ground which like for me just that shape works for me. Yeah. And so I'm out on the track and I know I'm like a couple hundred pounds heavier than everybody around me. So it was dangerous for other people, but I really wanted to like make sure that that I had earned my wr you know like it just put in the work yeah so i earned it and um like my first time out on wr was like what oh my gosh this thing wants me to do everything that i'm asking it to do like it it wants it holy crap and you know and you're going back through your mind like this is from 1946 like how did they have that all figured out and like, I don't know. I, don't know. And I I love it. I love like so much about the engineering on old Harleys. Like it feels as if um, the the body size that they were designing around mm-hmm. was really close. Like I think I'm probably the size that men I'm, were back at the yeah, day. I'm definitely not. But like the way that a motorcycle, those old motorcycles, the way they behave underneath me is just like, oh my gosh! It just talks. It just talks to me. It's cool. It's oh, really cool. Awesome.
0: That's awesome. So you you were racing a forty six.
1: Yes, both my both my bikes are forty six.
0: Nice. The wr is forty six.
1: Yeah, the pink one.
0: The pink one.
1: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Detroit was in here just telling me about a pink chopper he got called pinkalicious
1: <laughs> nice yeah,
0: sugar bear springer on it
1: oh my gosh wow. how cool is that yeah
0: the 46 it is amazing how much heavier that big the big twins are yeah in those tires having what, what do you got on the wr 18s or 19s I they're
1: i think they're 19s yeah, just I a little think bit they're thinner.
0: they cut a mm-hmm. little bit better yeah. yeah, all those things make such a they big difference. They really,
1: really do. And then all of the bearings inside of those hubs are like a million oh, yes. little yeah, bitty pieces and all of that. Um, if <laughs> We're sitting in the shop and you would have it up on the stand and you give the tire a wing, you know, like, and they'll go for a well while over a minute just rolling and stuff. I think we were like a minute 17. Uh, like, you know, and really? <laughs> Rice. Right. Like, are you kidding spinning, me?
0: That's
1: cool? uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we sit, we're pretty much alone by ourselves out in Spring Green, Wisconsin. We sit back and drink beer and like so entertain each other. Span? Yeah, let's see if this goes.
0: Oh, that's funny. And so you got a WR. So it's got the roller cams with the roller bearings on the cams. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the fact that they had those and we're building those factory racers Back then. I,
1: I know. And then it's racing crazy. them
0: on, like, wood tracks. Yeah. <laughs> wood tracks. What? Yeah. With nails and For real. And I'm like, Man, the
1: splinters. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. <laughs> what, what Detroit was like, yeah, they called them speed demons. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I yeah,
1: bet. But. You'd have to have a special name for all that.
0: <laughs> I know. Have you done any other tracks? Uh, I mean, the New Shmirna, What about any other paved tracks like that? Any road racing or anything? No,
1: I've not done road racing. Um, I've done cushion. Have you done cushion? What's that? Um, I don't know if it's like a horse racing thing. I don't know. But the track itself is covered in like a, a gravel. But it's not like round pea gravel. It's like a flat chip. Okay. Right. And I've done I've done three times there's one in Elkhorn Wisconsin and then there's one out in Wauseon Ohio okay and they have motorcycle races the guys who have the Fonz bike okay rotors promote a a, a cushion track out in Wauseon it's
0: kind of like Speedway <clears throat> I mean I guess I obviously the bikes are different but the way the the Speedway tracks are set up kind of loose, you know? It's of-
1: really loose. Yes, exactly. Um, that track on Wassion, I've only raced on that one after, like, heavy rains. So that track, what you get into is the sloshing and then <laughs> thing where it's almost like ice racing. Have you done ice racing? I haven't. Okay, so it's kind of like a slushy ice racing situation. Really, I've done ice racing at, like, thirty. 30- Five degrees out, and that is ideal because you get you kind get of a on the slush. Ice when it's Thirty-five and you, degrees outside. Yeah, on um, lakes and stuff. It's sounds, like it twelve inches yeah. deep, you know. It's like you're fine. You're fine. But it's a good time. It's a good time. You get a nice slush, and then when you drag your foot, you get a cool like <laughs> rooster tail. Oh, up, I mean, it makes yeah. for great Brian pictures. Helm
0: loves that shit. I'm sure.
1: Oh, he got some gorgeous pictures of like my husband so oh <laughs> a friend of ours we had a dealership um and he his son had raced and stuff and they gave up the racing and when he was cleaning out the back room he had the set of tires and he like told us that they're really great they're they're tuned tires whatever that yes that's well, I, don't
0: know. I don't know what that means
1: yeah neither do i well i think i think i kind of got it now <laughs> but when we do our tires what do they tune them to? Right. Okay. So here we go. When we do ours, we're just sticking screws in and like get all the points on, you know, like, oh, we have traction now. Like, let's go and let's do this. But there's a guy out in Ohio who does these tuned tires. And now what these tuned tires are supposed to do is they're supposed to dig in when you're on the throttle. And then they're, or no, they're something about digging in and then they can let off and slide. And there's something you can... Right. So we put them on. We put them on my bike. Okay. (laughs) And I'm out there and I'm doing the thing. So what happens is when I get on the throttle, my front tire plants and the back tire cuts loose and wants to whip around. So we're up and it was like, it was a really, really cold day. And it was the first time I'd been on this bike. And I'm like, Eric, I think there's something wrong. Like there's really, this is, this is, I think, I I know it's, it's supposed to do a thing, but I think this is like extra, like, I don't know he's like oh you're just being a baby which i might be um, i might be so then the following weekend we're up at kevin's got his thing going on up north and it was at some degree day so eric hops on the bike with the tires going the way that they were the weekend before that i'd said i'd have problems. so anyway he gets on it and the back cuts loose and brian home got this picture of eric like full broadside with his front tire going like at the camera but the rest just Following behind, it, it was the most incredible picture I've ever seen in my entire life. Brian but will do that; he will. And it just every bit of it looks like it's spinning, and you know, and Eric's doing this thing, and oh my gosh! So he gets back to the truck, and he's like, "I think there's something wrong with it." Yeah, I think
0: truck. you're right. I mean, Brian didn't say that. He didn't think there's, something he, wrong with it. there's
1: something wrong. So here we had one on backwards. So then once he light, you know, uh-huh. stored himself all out and he get going, like oh. Yeah. So evidently they can do it. And I I think it has something to do with with sending the blades all one direction versus another. And and I don't know, but there is a fancy name and they're like signed and they were a gift from a friend. And I'm glad I didn't die. But Eric made them look rad. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah.
1: Right. Right next level racing shit i don't know (laughs) next level
0: racing shit do you have right now do you have a bike with with the spikes i guess you just have tires or wheels set up to go if you want to go right on the ice yeah
1: yeah 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 we have a spare set of wheels and tires for all of our race bikes and i think we've got a set for our hot rod and then we've got for like my street bike i've got my ice tires and stuff—they're <laughs> <laughs> awful. <laughs> you know, uh, you're moving around the shop, and it's like a you know heavy tire covered in razor blades. Yeah. Like, so those just have a room of their own. <laughs> but
0: yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I have yet to ride on the ice. Uh,
1: well, you're from Texas. Do you get a lot of opportunities?
0: I don't. I mean, I should have taken advantage of the opportunity I had when I was here a couple years ago.
1: That's the thing. When I was so
0: cold out there I was just like oh man oh, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing it's nice to
1: watch yes exactly yeah and and I've had like weekends where we went ice racing and stuff and I get home like man I was really really cold and again quit being a baby I, don't know, I might be okay so like a week later you know we're down in Florida and everything's finally thawing out and like Top seven layers of skin start peeling off the tops of my toes. (laughs) I'm like, I was really cold. Oh my (laughs) god. But yeah. I mean,
0: I know you do get warmed up when you're out there. I mean, because it takes some energy to like
1: you know, I mean we raced
0: mini bikes the other night in the snow and ice and it was fucking cold. Is that down under
1: the bridge? Yeah.
0: But I wasn't cold after a couple of laps.
1: Right, your heart gets going. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think that is running right now? Sounds like a street glide and somebody in their big wheel bagger or something like
0: that. Yeah, well, I didn't hear the music, so
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> You are quick. Oh, I, I love think it's it. one of
0: those race bikes. One of those drag bikes How out do You there. think? I have no clue.
1: Huh. I have no hmm. clue.
0: You ever do any drag racing?
1: I mean, I have a strong hole shot.
0: Yeah. But
1: um, Drag racing, drag, drag racing? Yeah. No, I haven't done that. Like
0: the Trog or any of the...
1: Trog, the figure that we went out was kind of like Highway Patrol was in there making sure that everybody had their helmets and their appropriate safety gear and nobody was really... So like, so, like that's as close as we've done to, ice or to drag racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. The Milwaukee Mile. I did that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun.
0: That's not far it's, from here.
1: No, no. Ron Brefka used to do a high voltage half mile thing. So, yeah. And that that I learned a lot I, I about me. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, you girl, learn? you need to wake the fuck up. <laughs> like, there's a I'm doing a lot of extra stuff at the line that I probably don't need to be doing. And I realized that. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i got it sorted out i got a strong hole shot yeah i'm good off the line that's
0: awesome have I, you uh, you know i just dumped the clutch
1: yeah I mean. but you have to have the you know the throttle on a little bit yeah. and then the guy next to you is probably gonna lift up in a wheelie and you gotta uh-huh. like make sure that you're ready make and sure he comes down yeah. straight like
0: underneath it when it goes down
1: amen right or in front of him when he comes into the corner and decides to start cutting lanes, it's like ah, oh, it happens.
0: It does. I got that happened to me last night. Somebody pulled a wheelie, actually ran into the guy next to him, which ran into me. And
1: yeah, yeah. You got to like, you got to be strong. You got to fight back. Well, like, eh. And it was
0: awesome because they were on those Yamahas and they literally just bounced off me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a little DT well, two hundred so, or whatever it was. Right.
1: Well, you're a little bit bigger than I am, so I'm kind of like. At the mercy of whatever, like, uh, I I don't know, fighting back looks a little different for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you're right, you're right.
0: I got a little bit more mass for sure. Uh, But I know that if they would have been a bigger bike, I don't know that they would have bounced off quite as easy.
1: Right, yeah. For sure.
0: But that was fun. I'd never raced that bike on the concrete. You know, it still just trips me out not having brakes, period, you know.
1: Right, you're doing the dance. So doing weird. the dance. It's so fucking yeah.
0: exciting, so exciting. Yeah, I don't know. What about the salt? Have you ever thought about like doing the speed, like taking the wr to the salt and just seeing how fast you can get it?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I worry about my old motor. I really do because it's a real wr. <laughs> so I worry. Yeah yeah i know i hadn't ever actually thought about it although um what is have it you mean? been to the soft flats uh on I our mean, like way the to week and or from anything? no
0: okay because no. that's what i never would have ever dreamed of doing it you know like or just i don't know, it just never really struck me as something i thought i needed to do until i went there during speed week and like just hung out with the people and like the camaraderie i mean just like most race race pits but like everybody out there is wanting every, everybody's racing themselves essentially
1: right okay so
0: everybody's just like one big team you know like you're
1: awesome you know it's
0: just a really sweet i mean then you're on the salt it's like a foreign place and it's just i'm like one of these days one you know, of these days i would days, like right? to leave and not necessarily to go break records but just to go through the process you know
1: and that's what i've heard is probably the most fun of it um do you, I think it's James Inman. There's a guy from down by us okay. who wrote a book about doing the salt flat, the drags. And okay. he had like ran into him at a bar. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think I recognize you. And he's like, yes. And he just flat out said, like, if you ever get the chance, like it's a once in a lifetime, just do it. You will never regret it. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, you know just add it onto the bucket list of like maybe someday Um,
0: it's i uh when i've ridden on the salt ridden really fast on the salt just on my chopper really actually actually, when i went out there for speed me and my friend just took off and just just rode towards the mountains that we could see way in the distance right and they were really far away okay really and you would go from like hard pack to loose stuff, to mud,
1: right. to like salt
0: on the mud. Which I'm and assuming
1: it's like just, is kind of like cushions, but I'm going to ask you, and I know and, and you've and you not done cushion, things. but like, so okay. We, it,
0: it, it was cool because we I got to see all the different surfaces that could be out there. I just mm-hmm. kind of assumed it was all just salt, you know, like, but right. it's just ever changing and, and it was sweet. It was oh, really freaking sweet. Uh, and then we stopped in the worst part ever. Mud, just deep mud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't stop. We did a U-turn, but it was like we 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 couldn't have. St- if we had stopped, we wouldn't have been able to. Like,
1: well, yeah. I'm like, so now how do you get back out of exactly. there? Because we were
0: so far away. Like, we where we came from was just like horizon. There was we couldn't even see right. anything.
1: So now during bike or during speed week, don't they get out there and like groom so that everything Because when we've gone out when it was underwater. Yeah. And then we've also been out when it's dry mm-hmm. and crispy. Yeah. But I don't
0: I I don't think they groom it. No. No, no, because like the last year I was out there, Tyler was out there racing his triumph. Okay. And he said there was fucking holes and shit. Like they closed it down after that Mm -hmm. because there were so many people wrecking. He was the last wreck. They were like, all right, we're not doing bikes anymore. Okay. So, no, it's not consistent. And I think that's like one of the craziest parts about that racing is, you know, it's like weather. It's like surfing, you know, like the weather's got to be right. You know, that week, the weather's got to be right. Then the weather leading up to it to present salt, it's like.
1: Right, it's kind of like Flat what we're dealing to, with with ice racing and stuff too. You yeah, have to have. Yeah, you got to
0: have your motor together. You got to have all your shit together and line it up. With which the you with are the probably
1: doing for like maybe we're gonna do this, you know.
0: It's just an interesting, you know. I'd like to go out there and do that at some point.
1: That sounds like fun. And the people who do like it fun. love it.
0: My friends, uh, do you know the Waters? You got to know the Waters. Luke. Yeah, what Luke is, and Shane um, and Zach.
1: My husband knows them more than I. I just... right. <laughs> yeah. They are they going?
0: Hell oh, yeah! Zach's got a knucklehead that he just keeps pushing out there. No. And shame. then Luke is building. Not Luke. Uh, Shane is building. A, what is it? A K model? Okay. Yeah, he's got a K model that he's been building up wow. to race out there. Okay. And I think. I actually think he did race it last year. Yeah, he went out there last year and did it. Okay. There, what's the rab, lucky rabbit foot racing?
1: Okay, all right, neat yeah, those
0: guys are fucking great.
1: Okay, how awesome! Just a thought, I'll think about it. I will think about it. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, what's like, going on? What am I doing? Let's just August? go, let's just it's go in do August. this. It's I've got it's fucking Sturgis week every <laughs> yeah. time.
1: Oh, oh, seriously?
0: Well, it's like the week after, yeah, it's, it's the times I've been, I just ride over there after Sturgis. Okay, I just ride to the salt and hang out with people helping pit or just, just camp for a night on the salt and leave
1: but, Okay. Neat.
0: And then I wrote on the salt in Bolivia. That was pretty wild. Just like just giant like the world's biggest salt flat down there. No shit. Yeah. I don't
1: know why I was thinking that the one in Utah was the only one on the planet. I don't it's know why I was thinking not.
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know how many there are, but I don't is there another one in America?
1: that i do not know i do not know i, think I know maybe i would be pretty good from like the mississippi river over and down but
0: yeah, i rode through a salt field in argentina that was black it was really crazy. and it was like sand oh my like God. not quite like sand but not like crispy thick salt like like you were talking about where it's mud or okay like it was like i don't know it was, it was like a sand but it was salt
1: yeah it was tough to ride in Oh, yeah.
0: Sand's just tough. You've done much sand riding? I mean,
1: not a ton of sand riding, but when I first had gotten my learner's permit, like where we are out in the middle of nowhere, and we're in the Wisconsin River Valley. Okay. So my dad had this old, like, um, DNR truck, and an international harvester, like, DNR truck. He's like, all right, so we're just going to go do this. And he got me out in the sand dunes, got the truck stuck. And was like, all right.
0: With so, sand dunes, we're this. Oh, dudes right,
1: like across the highway from where I live, like in the really? backyard of the people on the other side so of the road. There's sand dunes in Wisconsin. For freaking real, yeah. Really, yeah. That's yes. awesome. okay. Go ahead. So yeah, no, like we are in the sand. We're in the sand, like so. Let's let's just go do this. So we get out there, and he gets me stuck. And my job is with I've never driven anything with a manual transmission before. I'm like, all right, we're going to fight our way out of this. And hes he had just had a heart attack. He's in the passenger seat, chain-smoking cigarettes, and screaming and hollering because I'm sucking at it. And like, We're just going to go do this. So, yeah, now I managed it, and here I am.
0: Speaking of smoking cigarettes, I've been wanting to light this. I just don't have a stinking lighter. Yeah. Toss me one. Thank you. So that was a vehicle? That was a truck?
1: That was a truck. Yeah. So, yeah, I learned a lot about um, sand.
0: Just gunning it. You just, just gotta, the more, you, the faster you can go, the better it is.
1: Right, right. Really. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, I haven't ridden my flathead on sand yet, but I want to. You know, they did. They do that Biltwell 100. I mean, it's essentially like a hair screw. I mean, I don't know if it's like a hair screw. It's like just a desert race. And a couple of guys did it on flatheads last year. Really? I was like, fuck, that looks like fun.
1: Something about a flat. And that was what it was designed for. for was everything. like
0: everything. Yeah. You, know? you just
1: go and get after it. And, and they <laughs> would teach you how to, you know, in the service they teach you how to, like, fix it and fight your way out of stupid. Mm-hmm. So, like, just go and do it. Oh. So... I run that in the back of my head when things start getting like, this is what this was designed yeah. for. You like man up, <laughs> grow with that? let's go.
0: When I first got mine, I took it home, and I fired it up, and immediately just took. I was like, I guess we took it up there to Texas Motor Speedway to ride around, not inside the speedway, but okay. the road that goes around it. I thought it'd be a good place. It's 'Cause there's not much traffic. And I was wrong. Okay. And there was tons of traffic that day. All right. But I was like, fuck it, we're here. And I sent it and in a valve stuck. I it just quit running. I didn't know what the hell happened, you know. Fresh right. motor. I called the guy. He's like, Oh, did you wrap it out without letting it warm up? And I'm like, Well that's Maybe. exactly that's exactly what I did, you know. <laughs> like,
1: never admit yeah. when you're wrong, man. You I, always say you had no idea. No, no, no. I <laughs> it always just broke. I
0: can't I can't not. <laughs> But he was like, so I take, he was like, take off the fucking head and see what's going on. You know? Right. So I take it off. The exhaust file stuck. I call mm. him up. He's like, well, do you have a hammer? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, hit it with a fucking hammer, put it back together, fire it up again, let it warm up this time. And it worked. I haven't done anything since then. Like I hit it with a fucking hammer. I put it back together <laughs> and it's been running great.
1: Oh. Like I love this motor. <laughs> this is awesome. I fucking love this motor. I know, right? They're pretty awesome. They really are.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm stoked. Last night was good. Yeah, and I want to. I want to make mine streetable. When I go to Daytona, I want to be able to like ride it around. Right. And then pull the fucking brake and light off and, and yeah. race tons of speed. Have
1: you seen um, Michael Lang? He put these tiny little LED things in there. They're almost invisible, but he's got lights. And he's, you know, he's got like he's got his set up though to do whatever. Yeah, the pretty blue and white one that well, he's that got done. that blue and
0: white one is so fucking. Sweet. Yeah,
1: if you and I don't know if he's still got it on. I haven't been able to look around it all today, but um, he's uh, yeah, he's got that set up to be street and stuff. That's right. Cool. I keep talking, to Ariel. Can you please? And I have these beautiful chrome rims on my my WR. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to give those up if I actually want to break on there. So I'm really having to make tough choices. I mean, you choices. don't have to. <laughs> I, I was
0: looking at Scott's last night. Okay. He's got one of the quick change hubs on the back of his. Mm-hmm. And he's put a disc on the inside.
1: Yeah. I'm, but they have like a modern brake thing. It's not, we're yeah, kind no, of, we we get kind of like mired in, in this whole purity thing. You know, like no. you want it to be. I know.
0: I, it's funny. I'm, it's tough. My guy's like, just put a fucking disc brake on it. I'm like, all right. Well, I just get a new wheel, you know. Right. And fucking put the fucking because, mechanical brake on there. Like,
1: because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. I got a
0: super B on it, and it.
1: I'm oh, just, God. Okay, but S and S makes a hell of a, a carburetor, though, I mean, right?
0: It, it really wouldn't be that bad if it didn't. The way we have it, it sticks out so far because you can't just slide that B in between the cylinders, oh, So it's like
1: no. it's out.
0: It's out there, and I drop. It. I mean, I dropped it last night. Yeah. I mean, I didn't drop mm. it. I fucking like threw it down on the ground. <laughs> I haven't even, I should look at that. Because I'm sure it was just sliding on my carburetor across the
1: concrete.
0: (laughs) It kept running. I was a flathead. What am I worried about? What am I worried about? You're
1: fine. You're fine.
0: (laughs) The guy that works up there, he was telling me the story. They had like a a Cereby car trike and whatever happened. They pulled the head off. There's a fucking hole in the piston. Okay. They fucking weld it. They just get aluminum in the fucking, in the motor. Just fill the hole in, and put it back together.
1: <laughs> you used to be and able to get a serving car. You used to be able to get like a whole WL, you know, WLA motor, mm-hmm. or like an entire bike and a crate in the back of the Walnuts Cycle Trader for like 125 bucks, still wrapped in the cosmoline, you know. Oh my god! Like so, you know, shit happened, and nobody was you know <laughs> horribly invested in it. No. Like it was just you know.
0: I bet you guys got some good barn find stories, huh?
1: We do. We do. We've got some fun stuff out there in spring green. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's, what's like one of the craziest finds you came up? Like where you, you, something came around that you weren't even like looking for a bike part at that time. And then all of a sudden uh, somebody's like, Hey, do you for know bike John down the way?
1: Uh, it's been a minute since something like that happened. Um,
0: and if you've been doing this for 30 years... We've you, been
1: doing this, I know, I like know. You, like Holly. the
0: internet has got to have just changed the process so much.
1: The, the the wild part about it, and so here all of a sudden... So I'm like 50 years, I'll be 50 this summer. So here You're we doing go. doing well. <laughs> so back in the late, or the early 90s, back in the early 90s when the internet was still... New. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just kind of how we, you know, like we were paying the light bill by doing this. And we were one of the first ones to do eBay. We had started our account in like 98.
0: Wow. So you were early adopters.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and so we're. Nobody else was really doing it. So we would just go in and, and basically you could just kind of tell by the size of the diameter of the tubing on a lot of stuff. If it was pan head or, you know, like earlier. And that's just kind of what we were getting because shovel head tended to be bigger and bulkier. And, you know, so we we're just kind of like rolling the dice and you'd drag boxes of shit home and Eric would spend all week like identifying and listing stuff. And, you know, as money was coming in, but we were doing money orders back then. You Know,
0: <laughs> oh, like, so they would send like a snail mail money order to you for the part
1: for real. Wow, yeah, yeah, so you know,
0: through the internet,
1: dude, yeah, over the internet. And then, like, there was one dude who <laughs> he mailed us a payment, but there was no like return address or anything on just
0: money, just it, really, money. Yeah,
1: it was yeah, yeah, from Japan. So we like reached out to the guy like three or four times, like, dude, I have your part, it's been paid for, I want to. Send this to you. You need to send me your address, and like three years later, the guy finally repeat customer and we tucked it in there. No way. Off it goes. Like hoping for the best. Like I don't. It, it was how it was back in the day. You know, And it took a minute for everything to happen, but yeah, you know, we're just doing it. So the
0: eBay store is still up, still yeah,
1: running eBay. Yeah, yeah. We're. It's not as. It's not as easy or as fast or as awesome as it used to be and ebay is really expensive now so just like man the exchange rate and all this stuff
0: there was a guy i I talked to a couple years ago he made a cycle dope yeah where he did that specifically because he was just so over the amount of money he was having to send ebay each year
1: yeah and i i I mean i love ebay they've you know, we, we were able to do it and we were one of the first ones doing it and we've done very, very well, but it kind of got to the point where, you know, like after the fees I'm selling and giving away much better stuff than I'm able to go out and buy. And then like I've lived with the stuff over in the pile of dreams over in the corners, like, Oh, those are my things, you know, I want to give that up. And yeah, yeah, you know, it hasn't been easy. It's, You know, it is what it is. Yeah,
0: just change
1: it. Everything's changing. Yeah. And we were we were the change back in the day. Um, and now something else is happening and we weren't in front of it, you know, like life took over and we weren't in front of, Mm -hmm. you know, the move when it happened. So I don't know. I think we're kinda like behind on stuff somewhere. We're missing things. I
0: don't
1: know. We're kinda aging out. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I don't think you're aging out. You were holding it together pretty good on the track. Uh, But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the swap meets, have you seen energy come back into the swap meets over the past couple of years?
1: Um, It depends on where you're at, you know. I, I want to see more women. I want to see more kids. I want to see more families. I want to see more people out doing it, you know. But it's a tough thing to do. And it's tough to get people to leave the house and go and do the thing and Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know I don't know it's interesting and I have people love getting out it's just I
0: I wish I went to more swap meets I love them they are so much fun yeah they are awesome. Like the people at the swap meets are like yeah they get it
1: and it's and it's really really great because you go and there's somebody there who's already made choices and already gone to all of the stores and all of the things what did I come up with last weekend we were in princeton illinois and i found an issue of it's called garage i think it's a publication that jesse james had done okay best i can think is or when i'm going back through like there were advertisements for like 08 harley models in there so you know it's not it's an older thing and i'm just like wow this is fantastic beautiful you know and it was it was all women in there and it was just beautiful photography and beautiful artwork and like oh my gosh how did i i wouldn't have found that at a whatever magazine stand or wherever they were selling it but it was awesome somebody made those choices and had it and brought it there for me (laughs) this is is so cool it always (laughs) up.
0: the people that will show up with without anything and then they go around and they buy a bunch of shit and they put it at their booth and sell it throughout the weekend. Like, that's <laughs> impressive.
1: I don't know anybody who does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Well, what's the next swap that you got coming up?
1: Oh, we are going to Bike Week. We're supposed to be leaving for Bike Week to hit the thing. Um, so there will be... The one at the flea market, Mm -hmm. we always do that one. Um, The Antique Club, the AMCA, has one, but they've moved that from. It used to be in the middle of the state, and then it moved over, kind of closer to the festivities, you know, in Daytona. And now it's like in there
0: from it. Now it is in there. Uh, Kinda.
1: Kinda. It, but like you can get there. It makes sense to go there, I think, with the location that they're doing. It's right off of, I think, 92 and up and over the interstate. From what I'm gathering by maps, you you aren't, like, 10 miles down the road like it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's exciting. And then, like you said, they have one in the land in Volusia. We had all of those. And it used to be, you know, you'd hit one early in the morning, one later in the afternoon because people are up and around moving at different times of the day and Mm -hmm. like one day events only happen earlier and the shows that people are set up at and stay there for five days those tend to be later in the day because nobody wants the you know early morning anything they
0: all week yeah
1: right yeah so that's That's a good time it's a good time well i'm looking
0: forward to daytona
1: so, do you do? Are you setting up anywhere? Do you do like the battlegrounds? I think they don't the industry they have. No,
0: no, No, no I'm gonna so go I'm just race. Doing
1: billies, you're doing and both then, days of practice.
0: I'm not. I'm gonna do one day of practice. Okay, uh, Friday race Saturday, Supercross Saturday night, oh, and then awesome. I am doing a chopper show with Choppers Magazine and Harley
1: okay. on Sunday. Okay, and then we're having now, a party that-, that
0: night at Cassepi's. It's at the uh, the Speedway.
1: Oh, OK. Very, and very cool.
0: Right out in the right out front. OK. And then my kid turns 10 on Thursday. So my wife and kids are going to fly to Key West and me and my buddy are going to ride the choppers down to Key West.
1: So we've been to Key West once. I highly recommend finding a restaurant that makes key lime pie because oh, that's yeah. where key lime pie yeah. originated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like Key Lime Pie, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> key West
0: is a great place for Key Lime Pie.
1: Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> we'll get a, I'll,
0: get a, I'll tell you about it. Maybe I'll bring one back up. You are going to be in Daytona that week?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had me at pie. I don't,
0: how, I don't know how well those travel on a motorcycle.
1: I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably but but good seafood. It's my favorite mm-hmm. part of being down there. Yeah. Is
0: oysters. Absolutely. Do you guys go eat seafood in Daytona? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a place called um our deck down under. It's our under one of the deck bridges. Down under. Yeah, there's like a TJ's deck on one side of the bridge and then there's our deck. But they have fantastic, fantastic seafood. JoJo
0: took me to one of those places. Or a place under a bridge right. that was amazing, had amazing seafood. Uh, you gotta get the
1: smoked dip. Smoke smalt- I think it's smoked smalt- trout dip. If you go to our deck, you gotta Get the smoke trout dip. It's fantastic. Perfect. And then there's a place just north. I think it's an Ormond Beach. Yeah. But they do um all you can eat crab legs one night of the week and there is so you gotta go in and like really show the waitress what you're made of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that challenge. Yeah,
1: it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Or-
0: Ormond beach, that's where we used to stay. There's like there was a little hotel you know, up there around the loop or something. Right on the beach. Yeah, yeah. An, oh, yeah. I think it was like the sun deck, the sun deck in. That, right. that sounds one right. One level motel, and <laughs> the sky rises all around it. There's just like one spot hanging on, you know? Oh, man.
1: Now, oh, we found this hotel in Florida, in Daytona proper, but it's kind of south and it's down on, you know, on the other side of the inlet, but it's oceanfront. And um, we have to be up early in the morning. Like, we're there, we're working, but they have, it's, It doesn't get motorcycle people. Mm -hmm. It's all um, like Canadian retirees. Okay, tour buses full of them at the hotel, and like we're the only motorcycle people there. But like the the lobby is hopping, and they you know like Jeopardy, and they're playing the spoons, and they're doing their thing. Like it is a party. And then like Jeopardy's over, and everybody goes to bed. It's like woof. Tired. Good night. Eight o'clock. Night. I'm going to bed.
0: We stayed this year in New Smyrna, I think it was, and there was like they had a not shuffle. What's the game that you play outside? You push the the disc the on the ground. Yeah, it, it was shuffle like shuffleboard, board, but it, it's like on the ground. I don't know. We're you know, like they do it in the Olympics. I'm only it's not fifty, ice. dude.
1: <laughs> it's not my pick. I'm not that old. <laughs> Shuffleboard. I think it's Shuffleboard you're asking about. <laughs> oh, it might
0: be. It might. I just never seen that before. It was pretty cool.
1: I don't know. I've never seen them play it. I've no, I, they were playing play
0: it. it when I was there, but it was, okay. it was an option.
1: Did it get heated? No. No?
0: No, as I'm saying, I didn't even see him play it. I just, okay. I had never seen one of those things.
1: Doesn't it kind of look like a bowling alley?
0: Yeah, it was outside.
1: No, no, What? No, no? Okay, no, so fuck, it's something different. Know. It's something yeah. different.
0: No, you, I'm thinking, Shuffleboard's like the game you play in the bar.
1: That's skee ball.
0: Oh my gosh! That's that's at Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking oh, about my age my again.
0: Oh Probably not wasn't, but you know, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese—that's a giveaway.
1: Yeah, it is. We got into that conversation <laughs> last night. Like, yeah. Somebody in our in our group was all like, "He'd never been to Chuck E. Cheese." Oh. I I think he's full of shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he's never been to chuck e cheese i'm gonna have to take his word for it
0: uh, is e, is he, are those still open
1: that's a good question yes well, i they? just said yes they are still open they do like the rocky rococos and stuff too have similar things but is know. that rocky Macocos? rocky rococos rocky
0: rococos i don't know that one
1: that's okay That's my Scani coming through. We have Rocky (laughs) Rococos.
0: What about Ponchos? Raise the flag.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Got to come to Texas.
1: Well, all right then.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's break this down. Uh, I can't wait to see you in Daytona. We'll be racing, hopefully, again.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yep. Totally looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey,
0: and one more thing. I got a Bell helmet for you. (gasps) Yay! I do. It's not here. It's not one of these but I'm going to get you a bell helmet.
1: Aw, thank you. No thank thing. you bell. so much. That's
0: from thank bell. you, Bell. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, thank you. Man, that was fun, right? That was, that was fun. She's uh, she's a lot easier to keep up with sitting down, you know, trying to chase her on a motorcycle is way more tough. So, Jenny, thank you for hanging out with me. I do appreciate your time, and I'm glad you got to enjoy my dungeon there at the Rave. It was a really cool setup, and I look forward to, uh, you know, catching up again in the future. Like I said before, go check out mcshoptees.com, your T-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop, or go to DangerDansTalkShop.com. You know, sign up for the Patreon. Check it out. I don't know where you're listening to this. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, Spotify or iTunes. I'm always curious about that, where people listen to the podcast. Uh, Looks like somebody jacked up my cooler. Of course they did. Of course they did. Anyways, love you guys. Peace.